0: Welcome to Joe Picks and NFL Team Playoff Edition.
1: Joe? Regular season is dead in the books. In the books. Here we are. The first episode of the playoffs. Sweet 16 episode. You're literally
0: three feet from me. We are in a room that, I don't know, 110 degrees?
1: This room is like a fucking sweat lodge. <laughs> Dan, I'm going to start having visions of my spirit animal. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure it's a mule. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I hope your spirit animal is one of these 16 teams that we're looking I mean, at today.
1: That Actually, we should add that as a category. Go on a spirit quest, do a bunch of peyote, and see what animal comes out of you. We don't need peyote, Joe. This is... <laughs>
0: I'm schwitzing over here. Oh, my God.
1: Yeah, this is ridiculous.
0: All right, Joe. Now, we've established the format over our hour-long playoff podcast episode, so... We've got the matchups, we've solicited feedback from our superfans, we've got a lot of feedback about some of these matchups, some more than others, but Joe, for starters, we've got to handle the zombie teams. I've got a hole in my bracket here, I've got the official bracket right in front of me. We're going to post it, by the time you're hearing this, go to the secret lounge, and you'll see the official PDF bracket, so if you want to right now, pause the podcast, go download the bracket, fill in your predictions, guess to see... How close you can get to the actual thing.
1: Should we wait for people to do it?
0: Yeah. Give them a few seconds. Okay. All right.
1: Good. That was fast. Yeah, that was good. They did that. They did it. That was
0: quick. Yeah. We don't need to put in another ad while they're waiting. No. Let's just keep moving on. Okay. So, Joe, right now, as it stands at this moment in time, who are our zombie teams? Who won the poll?
1: Well, Dan, in a shocking... Shocking turn of events. The winner, the number one zombie team is the Jacksonville Jaguars.
0: Wow, Joe.
1: I know. Who would have predicted?
0: I I was watching the votes as they came in. I feel like there might have been some chicanery for the Jaguars. A <laughs> little, little, little bit of chicanery. I feel like I saw their vote total go from very low. I mean, maybe the Jaguars fan really solicited a bunch of friends to vote at once. I feel like there could have been some... Some illegal voting.
1: But, Dan, what what is my policy when playing Monopoly? Well, in general, when, you, you cheat at every
0: game life. we play.
1: Yeah. Cheating is part of the game. And, look, if that Jaguar fan or two fans, or let's be honest, it's one fan. There's yeah. Jacksonville doesn't have that many fans. If that Jacksonville fan wanted it that much, kudos to him or her. All right. I see. But I think it warrants, Dan, a second zombie team.
0: It's no surprise to our super fans when we sent out the bracket last night, but we decided we would add in a second zombie team and give them a harder matchup just because, A, the zombie matchups are going to be fun, and B, it was the right thing to do in the face of this alleged but definite cheating <laughs> to give the second legitimate team a chance. And Joe, who is the second zombie?
1: Do we have like a drum roll drop that we can put in here? Uh, no. Yeah, no, we. I'll pretend like I'm, I'm hearing it. Oh, Dude, oh. The Minnesota Vikings! The
0: Minnesota Vikings, all right? I'm going to update my official bracket. Gonna the
1: Minnesota Vikings are in. One of the... Well, we'll talk... But, ab- well, Joe,
0: first, before we, we get too far into this, let's just... For our fans out there not watching it, 55 votes in the books, which is... Pretty good. We weren't sure whether we were going to twenty, whether we were going to get a hundred. I guess we got somewhere in the middle, which is a medi- <laughs> the, the mediocre performance you'd expect from this podcast. Jaguars winning twenty five percent of the vote, huge victory. And then in second place, the Vikings at sixteen percent. So they move on. In third place was
1: the Lions, who moved on anyways. Right. So people love the Lions. They were worried <laughs> that the Lions were going to make it through. They hadn't even listened to the episode yet. And they wanted to make sure... You know what is interesting about that, though? Lions moving on. uh, If you haven't listened to the Lions episode yet, what are you doing here? Lions moving on, it means the entire NFC North moves on. Wow. With the Vikings as a zombie team.
0: Wow. Unbelievable. Great division. Great division. I mean, Joe, you clearly had, as you astutely mentioned in the last podcast, the fact that the division itself was a ranking number really (laughs) helped the strong divisions.
1: But... Look at this. NFC North, entire division moves on. AFC North, all but one team, the Browns move on. The king of the North, man. I love the North.
0: All right. Well, Joe, I mean,
1: we've got the bracket.
0: We've got everything filled in.
1: Dan, before we get into the bracket, we normally start by asking, what are we drinking? But since we're not having an official drink for this episode, I'd like to ask, what are you wearing,
0: Dan? <laughs> you tricked me, Joe. Yeah. I thought
1: I was going to talk about my
0: drink, but no, no I am wearing a official Joe Picks an NFL Team merch. I have a shirt. Joe, just read the shirt to me.
1: It says, Joe Picks an NFL Team podcast. It has our lovely uh, Fiverr purchased logo on it. Fiverr is not a sponsor of this podcast. Uh, And it says underneath it, host. Yeah, this was a gift
0: during Superfan Tony's wedding.
1: Now, Dan, let me ask you this question. Who else has one of these shirts?
0: Uh, Tony... Got one for himself.
1: And what is his say on it?
0: Superfan.
1: And who else has one?
0: Uh, Jeff. Superfan Jeff say? says he- Music Laureate on it.
1: Okay, let me ask you this question, Dan. Who doesn't have one of these shirts?
0: You do not have one of the shirts, Joe.
1: I am the Joe in the aforementioned Joe picks an NFL team and I do not have a shirt.
0: You couldn't get into Tony's wedding party, then <sighs> you don't get the shirt. Sorry, buddy. Although you are drinking the official drink of Tony's wedding party. Nice
1: whiskey. You know what? My only solace is that it's so fucking hot in here, I don't want to be wearing any shirt. I
0: know. <laughs> it is hot, <hard>, Joe. <laughs> but I hope our fans... I mean, it's honestly hotter right now in San Francisco where I left. It's My house is hitting 100 degrees.
1: Look, if you're listening to this, turn off your air conditioning or fan wherever you are just to be in solidarity with us. Yeah,
0: this is, this is just beginning, Joe. Turn
1: up the heater in your car. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but Joe, enough about this. Let's get right into it. We've... We've spent hours and hours discussing these teams. And now we are going to, especially with the zombie teams, two teams, so our, our zombie matchups are the 16-seed Broncos versus the zombie number one, the Jaguars, and the Vikings, our second zombie, against the 10-seeded Eagles. These teams' hopes of your fandom
1: is going to dissolve in, in seconds? I know. It's going to get bloody. I mean... This whole season, most teams, I mean, half the teams, in fact, more than half the teams have moved on. If you were a pretty decent team that I liked, there were a few tough choices uh, You know, along the way. Vikings were hard, looked their back. Browns were hard. or No, Browns weren't hard.
0: No, <laughs> Browns were the lowest score by far.
1: Bills were hard. Uh, Chiefs were hard. But most of the decisions were fairly straightforward up to this point. We're going to have to make some tough decisions quick, and it's going to happen fast.
0: Don't bring me into this, Joe. You're making all the decisions. I'm going to make some tough decisions here. Yeah. All right. Well, Joe, we already agreed to how this was going to work. So for our zombie teams, we are going to pick, or I guess random.org is going to pick a number one through 12. Yep. Do you just want to do one? Do you want to give it like three to balance it out? What do you want? What do you want to do here?
1: I want to do one. In fairness, I want to do one through 11. I don't think we can do the rate the drinks. I don't have – I would need to have the drink in front of me.
0: All right. So that's it. Everybody get your bracket out. I hope you printed out the PDF and you've got it in front of you. Focus on the left-hand side, mm-hmm. the playing game between the 16-seeded Broncos.
1: Now, Dan, I just want to say one more thing real quick. I'm not just going to go just based on what I scored them before. This is actually head-to-head. So I'm kind of reevaluating. Oh. It's not like – Oh, well, this team got a four and this team got a five. Because, you know, within each episode, the ratings are very subjective. So it's going to be actually comparing that category to each other.
0: All right. Okay. Go hey, ahead. And Joe, you know, I've, I've – since your internet's not working.
1: Pretty. Pretty standard.
0: <laughs> this is a new sp- <laughs> sponsorship on the podcast. Hey, Siri, pick a random number between 1 and 11.
1: Random
0: number between 1 and 11 is 4. 4. Joe. Category 4. Category 4. Is the team evil? Wow. Okay, so folks, the 16-seeded Broncos in this category, Joe, received a
1: 0. Oh, man.
0: A 0. Wow. Why did they receive a 0, Joe?
1: I believe this was an to Lee related 0. <laughs> keep to <Talib, laughs> comes back to haunt the broncos
0: so joe I'm, i've got the the data in front of me the denver broncos had the second most incidents <laughs> in the blotter with 48 we had they were so bad their kicker had two duis they had first in domestic incidents second in duis oh my goodness we did a keep to wasn't even highlighted Wow. Our highlight for the team was, oh, yes, Quinn Carter, who is a safety, at a casino videotaped adding the $5 chip to the bet after the dice had already been rolled.
1: Which seems like the most understandable of crimes.
0: It does.
1: (laughs) It's $5. You're an NFL player. We we empathize
0: with him. Yes, the T.J. Ward, who was accused of throwing a glass mug at a strip club bartender... After he told him that outside drinks weren't allowed.
1: I remember that. Yeah. yeah.
0: Some rage issues. And then, yes, John Boyette, the safety, who, after headbutting the cab driver, fled and ran to a nearby construction site where he stole a shovel
1: and attempted
0: to dig a hole so he could hide himself from the police. The
1: perfect crime. <laughs> the perfect
0: crime. <laughs> so close.
1: Okay. Well, okay, so that's not great for the Broncos. not, it's not great. great. Okay. And
0: the Jags, in this score, Joe, six and a half.
1: Six and a half. Wow.
0: And Joe, since they were a Lightning team, I don't even know what the data... I don't have it in front of me. So you're just going to going to go based on your score here.
1: Well, I never thought that I'd say this, Dan. But the Jags are moving on to the Sweet 16. So, wow.
0: Our first... The first shot across about the first team eliminated from this. I mean, we definitely need some sort of music for this moment, but I don't know what it is.
1: You know what the sound effect I want is the, like... And the price is right when, like, the Plinko doesn't work and it's like, (laughs) is that
0: what you want? It's so no, 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 no. I mean, Joe, these teams have been through so much. I think we, we need to give them a nice send off as we
1: so something more respectful,
0: something respectful, as they've tried so hard for your fandom. We spent hours. On the team, yes, yes. What's the proper send off? What is it? What do they do when? i are going to this
1: every
0: time. Joe, I think it's it's important. Every, we're gonna
1: listen to this sixteen times. How about like a twenty-one gun salute? <laughs> oh.
0: It's a common misnomer that, that it's a 21-gun salute when we fire the three volleys of rifle fire. There happened to be seven. Okay. <laughs> Try again. Joe, how about like in um, The Hunger Games? Like a cannon? Or a Stephen Colbert's show.
1: I love it. I love
0: it. Yeah, I'm not sure I love it, but
1: let's just do it. Okay. Cannon fire for our first downed team. Goodbye, Broncos. Broncos,
0: We hardly knew ye. You were in Joe's former division.
1: That's I, I right. thought
0: they won a Super Bowl. They, they have had Peyton Manning.
1: They had a shot, but you know they what? They had high highs. The luck of the draw.
0: Yeah.
1: The mighty Jaguars.
0: A <laughs> formidable them foe.
1: You know, who knows? The Jaguars might make a run.
0: They, they could mean, be like
1: that wild card team that gets in... Then just goes on a run. Goes all, on a all
0: they have to look forward to is their matchup with the number one rated Steelers. But that's it, Broncos. Thank you. And
1: All right, Dan, who's up next?
0: Next is the second zombie matchup, the Minnesota Vikings and the Philadelphia Eagles.
1: The Philadelphia Eagles and the Minnesota Vikings. Okay. All
0: right. All right.
1: We're going to pick another random one.
0: Hey, Siri, pick a random number between 1 and 11.
1: Random number between 1 and
0: 11 is 8. 8. 8. Is the owner a monster? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Wow.
1: Joe? Now, what I remember here, I don't remember much about the Vikings owner, which is probably not a great sign, but I remember... My beloved Eagles owner is a fellow Brandeis alum. That's going to be tough to beat.
0: I believe the Vikings owner is Ziggy Wolf and Joe. You gave the Philadelphia Eagles owner Jeffrey Laurie.
1: Mm-hmm, that's right. It actually his his name actually has a question mark at the end. So you, you pronounced it perfectly.
0: <laughs> yes, Jeffrey Laurie.
1: Jeffrey Laurie. You got you got to say it right.
0: A 10 out of 10, Joe. Wow. We are
1: dealing with extremes here.
0: And Ziggy Wolf, the owner of the Minnesota Vikings, a 4 out of 10.
1: Wah, wah, wah,
0: wah. Oh no, Joe. Yeah. Don't do it, Joe. <sighs> I mean, I could get into the reasons why, but once again, Joe.
1: The Vikings clawed their way back, but once again, we're going to have to send them on that Viking ship adrift at sea and light it on fire.
0: Yeah, shoot that arrow.
1: Goodbye Vikings.
0: And Joe, I dare say, I dare say, it seems fair because I've been posting about polling the sidelines on various subreddits. Shockingly. The Philadelphia Eagles fans came in arms wide open. They were very supportive of it. The Vikings fans hated
1: it. Hated it. The Vikings fans who love me so much. They
0: <laughs> They insulted my character. Insulted the site. The Eagles fans—they were upset that I didn't say fuck the Cowboys, but they—they yeah. they were open to the site. They signed up for it,
1: which ironically, you easily could have said fuck the Cowboys. I know uh, I could. we have so much in common. <laughs> the, the The sad part for the Vikings is that I actually think that the Vikings could have actually done some damage here.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, had they, but you know, luck of the draw, right? This is what we. This is how we decided to deal with the zombie playing games, and uh, they. And you know, when we
0: put in the second zombie team, we gave them a harder matchup yep. because they had a tougher run. Look, they went against a stronger team, the Eagles, and they, they couldn't match up. And boy, rough category.
1: Rough category, bad draw for them. But you know what? That's life.
0: Another so, one bites the dust, Joe.
1: Dan, are we officially on to the round of 16?
0: We're on to the round of 16. Everybody, look at those brackets. Pencil in the Jags in the first playing game. So a zombie team lives on. And Joe, they made it through that 16th seed. There was an easy matchup. The Eagles, you know, held their seeding. That 10th seed is, is pretty good in this game. So we now have eight matchups to go through. And we've got to start somewhere, Joe. And I say once again, I think we should let Siri pick where we start. I think that's right. All right. So I'm going to have Siri pick a number between one and eight. And whatever she picks. That is the matchup we are going to focus on.
1: I wish we were using Cortana, by the way. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's right. Hey, Cortana.
0: Yeah. Hey, Siri, pick a random number between one and eight.
1: Random number between one and eight is four.
0: Four. Everybody, look towards your bracket. Look towards that lower left-hand corner. And boy, Joe, this could not be a more prescient matchup given our discussion last week. We have the fourth seeded Bengals against the 13th seeded Lions.
1: The fourth seeded Bengals? Wow. A matchup we discussed. We actually had the conversation of we, who would win.
0: We know who would win. So, Joe, now that we're in our first legitimate matchup, we've got a little series of events here. We are going to pick the best category for, for the Bengals. Mm hmm. We're going to pick the worst category for the Bengals. No, 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 the Bengals get it because they're the number one seed. And then we're going to compare the two teams along those axes. Then we're going to share any particular fan feedback about the teams from our emailers and then from our Reddit posters. And then, Joe, you're going to have to make up your mind. That's right. So first, the Cincinnati Bengals. Their best category was a tie between not too good, not too bad, and the division. So Joe, the boy, we're already in uncharted, uncharted waters here.
1: We hadn't we had expected this, people.
0: <laughs> I think let's just do both of them mm-hmm. and ge- ge- give each one of them a half value right. in your mind. Right. So the Bengals get an eight and a half for not too good and too bad and an eight and a half for the division. You are a big fan of this division, mm-hmm. very competitive, yep. a yep. lot of rivalries. And you are a big fan of the Bengals as being not too good or not too bad. Now, their worst category, Joe, is, number four, is the team evil? Even when superfan Tony... He tried. He, he tried, tried to the, sugarcoat it. We, the Bengals love the bad boys. They get in trouble with the law all the time. And that, that's just part of their DNA. Right. So, let's contrast that with the Lions. So, Joe, I'm going to start with the best category, and I want you to tell me which of the teams you think gets the edge here. So, Joe, what is best about the Lions in competition with the Bengals? Well, they have much in common because their best score is also, number two, the division, where you also gave them an eight and a half. You like that division as well. But now, Joe... They fall off a little bit. And their second best category is number five. Can't root for a team that Rob roots for, which you gave them a seven and a half because they're natural rivals with the Packers. Yep. Yep. Now, what's their worst category? Well, their worst category on the board is the drink, the hot buttered rum. Yeah, that drink was terrible. Which you gave a one. Yep. But if we're excluding the drink category, their second lowest score is number three, the head coach. You gave... Only a three and a half to Jim Caldwell.
1: Well, this is interesting, especially the fact that you know we're comparing the AFC North to the NFC North. We just talked about how three teams from the AFC North made it in. All four teams from the NFC North made it in, except sadly our recently departed Minnesota Vikings. Well, they made it in. They They, had it, it they, in. Had a they made it through. Uh, so it's it's actually um, it's actually interesting to think about which one of those I like better and. What I would say is that I actually give the slight edge here to the Lions. Whoa. That the best thing about the Lions is better than the best thing about the Bengals. That I would rather be – just, I mean –
0: I don't don't understand this logic,
1: Joe, but you're just calling
0: your balls and strikes as you see them.
1: No. If the best thing about the Lions is the division that they play in. Yeah. And the best thing about the Bengals is the division that they play in. I give it a slight edge to the NFC North. I would rather root for that division than the AFC North. All right. But given that it was a tie and the Bengals have two things that are kind of in that same range of of scoring. Yeah. I think I'm going to call this one a draw on the best category. Okay. It's, It's just a draw. So on the worst, the worst thing about the Bengals is that they are pretty evil. They're bad boys. They're bad boys. They're bad boys. They get into
0: a lot of trouble. And and you certainly gave them a score that, you know, you it, it didn't care about the rehabilitation aspect. You mm-hmm. just said, they're mm-hmm. bad boys. They know it. They take people that get in trouble with the law. You just gave them a one. Very knee-jerk, very first-level right. reaction. Right.
1: Right. And the worst thing about the Lions is that the Lions have – a head coach that isn't great. And three and a half is a low score. But frankly, for the coach category, it's not the lowest I've given. It's
0: not. Although, look, you gave the Bengals a seven and a half for that category. And I know that's not necessarily part of your thinking. Right,
1: right, right, right. But so I guess like the question is, am I more upset about rooting for a team that has a bunch of bad boys that is like pretty evil? Yeah. Or rooting for a team that has a bad head coach? Yeah. Yeah. And I think right here I think I got to give the edge to the Lions for sure. Oh no. Not Jeff. by a long shot, but I think the Lions get a get a little bit of a bump here.
0: Could this be an upset right off the bat? Right off the bat, it could be an upset. Wow. Wow. All right. Well, so you're giving slight edge in the best and worst categories to the Lions. Shocking. Yep. But it is true that the the Bengals didn't really go, you know, they didn't have that Eagles 10 out of 10 sitting there waiting to be captured.
1: Right. No, they didn't. They didn't. Yeah. All right. So a draw for the best, edge to the Lions for the worst, and now we get to the third category.
0: So, Joe, we actually had no particular email about this. Somehow Superfan Tony, who sends in every week, I think he was so confident. In his Bengals' four seed against the Lions, we know the Bengal itself can beat the Lion. I think he just felt like nothing was necessary in this matchup.
1: I mean, it, it's hubris. <laughs> it's a huge risk. They're, they seem at risk. I'm a little concerned. But Joe... I hope Tony, Tony is sweating right now, because I'm certainly <laughs> sweating right now.
0: <laughs> As am I, Joe. As am I. I'm sweating both figuratively... And literally. Yes. I'm concerned for the Bengals.
1: Okay. So let's talk about the Reddit fan feedback. Let's hear it. So we want to know what the Reddit fans, how the Reddit fans responded to me.
0: If you were to pick a team, what community could you fit into as part
1: of your new team? This is important. Absolutely. So let me tell you about the two communities side by side. So the Bengals... When I originally posted about this, we're the first team to fully embrace me with completely open arms. So this was before the Packers. This was before the Vikings. It had by far the most upvotes, and on the site itself, we had Bengals fans telling me what it would be like to root for the team, saying that I'd be welcome. Other Charger fans who are now rooting for the Bengals, encouraging me to come, come root for them, and... Just today, I posted in the Bengals forum, just to remind them that I was still thinking about them, and they were in the Sweet 16, and once again, outpouring of support. Really? Yes. Huge, huge support, and let me just read one top comment here, because I asked them to tell me what, 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 what it was like to be a Bengal fan that was different than any other team. I mean, it was totally unique. Okay. One thing that separates us from others is that we're a small market team, so we don't really get the same coverage bigger, that bigger canvases like Pittsburgh or Dallas would get. But we've had a pretty solid team for the past five or, five or six years with lots of young and exciting players stepping into starting roles. So they're excited about their team. They welcome me. Both posts, totally welcoming, wanted me to be a fan of the team.
0: Yeah. And super fan Tony. Come on, Joe. Built in. Absolutely.
1: So, the Lions. This is hot off the presses because I just posted the Lions today for the first time ever. The Lions fans were, unfortunately, not quite as receptive. Oh, no. The Lions said, dude, it's a two and a half hour drive from San Diego to L.A. I have a longer drive to get to Lions games. Suck it up and root for the team you've loved for years. Oh. It's not like they moved from St. Louis to L.A. Hmm.
0: Hmm. See, I think the problem is it's like Detroit, a once great city, sort of, I don't know, is in decline. I mean, I don't want to impugn Detroit too much, but I feel like the people that are still rooting for Detroit are themselves kind of like you know they're willing to cling to something right. that is not as great as it once was or is perhaps not ideal.
1: right. Right. I mean, something that's interesting about the Lions fans, let me just read one more comment. You wouldn't survive being a Lions fan. In a couple of years, you'd be another sub saying you're an abandoned Lions fan and that we need to listen to your podcast on what new team to root for. So, look, here's the thing about the Lions. I feel like we've seen a lot of these forums now. We've seen that some fans embrace suffering as a communal experience. Yeah. Unfortunately, they're using suffering to shut me out. Hmm. I haven't suffered with them, Yeah, is the message I'm getting.
0: You've suffered a lot as a Chargers I fan. know. He intercepted know. the ball and then fumbled it back
1: I to the Patriots. I know. I know. It's not my team anymore, Dan. But it was. And it had hurt. So look. Here's the bottom line. The Bengals have a better Reddit forum, better fan feedback we've gotten, all, not just now, but all throughout the run that we've had. I think the Bengals have a distinct edge in this category. I think they win this category and... I'm gonna say this, Dan. Because they've won this category by a larger margin than the Lions won their category, the Bengals went into squeaker. Wow. They move oh. on.
0: Boy, they Tony. Move on. Tony lucked out. Tony. Tony knew, he thought, that they were such a had such a margin in this category. No email was necessary, and that almost cost them. That's right. Wow. Alright. Bengals move on to the Elite Eight. Detroit Lions. So by being our first team in the Elite Eight, what are they guaranteed? They're guaranteed we're going to play with them in Madden. Yep. They're guaranteed that we are going to... Talk
1: about celebrity fans. We're
0: going to look to find the celebrity fans and...
1: We're going to see what bars in Seattle I can watch a Bengals game at.
0: Wow. So, I'm excited about the Madden part. What an exciting offense and defense, frankly, to play. This is going to be fun. Why,
1: super fan Andy Dalton. It's going to be so exciting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Andy Bolton.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Lions, boy, it was it what was a fight, uh, Lions. it was just last Two weeks week in a row. It was just last week we were talking about you. Went so deeply into you, you. Were the last team to make in the bracket, but who's up next, Dan? Moment of silence. All right, first one in the books, Joe. In classic Joe picks fashion, it took way too long. You know what I feel like, Joe, right now. Drinking my red wine in this 120-degree room. (laughs) What? I feel like what Queen Cersei would feel like if she were in the Red Keep and the, like, dragons were just burning it to the ground and she was just, like, you know, that, like... Yeah. uh,
1: No, but also King's Landing summers get hot. For real. It's hot. Yeah, it's real hot.
0: But I feel like in the Red Keep, you know, it's, like, open at the top and the air is
1: flowing through. I know. Tony, just, just FYI, if you want to send me a shirt... Right now, I'm an extra large, but by the end of this podcast, I'm going to be a large. <laughs> right. So just send a large. It's fine. My shirt
0: started out this podcast very tight, but it's now. <laughs> well, now it's drenched in sweat. But, anyways, moving on. Hey, Siri, pick a random number between one and eight. Random number between one and eight is six. Six, Joe. Wow. This matchup is one that we do have some feedback on. This is look to your brackets on the right hand side. The number six, Oakland slash Las Vegas Raiders versus the number 11, Houston Texans. Hashtag pray for Houston.
1: Wow. Wow. This is a huge matchup.
0: Yeah, this is huge. Now, Joe, I do want to opine a little bit about this. In our last podcast, you said pray for Houston. I don't actually pray. I feel bad that I didn't interrupt you and say, I don't believe that prayer does anything. I don't really
1: pray either. so. So I just
0: want to say it right now. I will say hashtag pray for Houston, but I don't actually mean that. I I feel for the people of Houston.
1: Yeah, maybe like hashtag do something good for Houston. But, but I'm also not doing that. But I, I wish them well. Hashtag actively not wishing ill against Houston.
0: Well, I guess praying really is... Well, whatever. Joe, let's get into the matchup. The favorites at number six, the Raiders. They came in with 77 and a half. But get this, the Texans... It's 69. So this is, we're now getting, the the spread's getting a little tighter here. So, Joe, where were the Raiders at the best? Well, there were two categories that tied for their highest categories with a nine. Number one, you don't want a team that's too good or too bad. Of course, the Raiders. Raiders
1: They're right in the wheelhouse. This
0: is a team that's on the rise. Great young quarterback exciting team moving to a new stadium in Las Vegas. Maybe it's not going to have the fan support, but in terms of upgrading the stadium itself and perhaps the like atmosphere around the team.
1: And we talked about th- this being the best category. It's really, um, it's not just that they're right in the wheelhouse now, but they're on the rise. Like you jump on, on now, you're, you're, you're riding that tidal wave.
0: And as I was editing, Cleo Mack did win Defensive Player of the Year last year. So this is a team that's got an exciting young offense. Absolutely stud players on defense. And Joe, the other category that it tied with the best with a nine. Of course, is it a city you'd enjoy visiting to go to a game, Joe? It's Las Vegas. First of all, you can't lose either way. You come to Oakland, you're visiting me. You go to Vegas, it's your favorite city. right? Probably in the United States.
1: I mean, it's up there for sure.
0: Yeah, Yeah. other than maybe Seattle, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's definitely up there. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I mean, those are two great categories, and frankly, they're going to be hard to beat.
0: So now, let's look at what Houston has going for it. So Houston's two best categories, their number one category is, category number four, is the team evil? You gave them a 10 out of 10. Not evil. Not evil. Wow. Now, Joe, why would you give such a score to a team? Well... In the past five years, the Houston Texans had two incidents on the crime blotter. And in the entire span of the crime blotter, going back to 2000, they had the fewest incidents in the entire NFL. This is a team that does not run afoul of the law. Yeah. This is a team keeps clean. And frankly, this is a team that I think you're... There are star players or some of the most wholesome players in the well, entire I mean, league. Well,
1: I we were just talking today, not even about this podcast, about how it's like funny that I mean, it's not funny. It's actually great that JJ Watts Charity has become like the charity to give to, not just for people unrelated to football. It's a it's like now considered a very good charity to give to if you want to give directly to the people of Houston. Yeah. So it's like that that's like the definition of what a good how how a team should be um adding value to their community not making their community worse
0: absolutely and you know if you're looking at when a disaster response like this happens like it's amazing these athletes really don't have to do this kind of stuff but at all yeah they're doing it and joe the second category that they rank highly in is the same category as the raiders and the same scoring category one not too good or too bad you gave them also a nine this is a team with an exceptional defense and joe (sighs) yeah potentially rookie quarterback starting. A lot of people are talking, Joe. A lot of people are talking that Deshaun Watson has been looking very good. He could come in, and all of a sudden, this might be a team. This could be a Dallas Cowboy-type situation. We have a rookie quarterback who's looking really well, who could come in. Now, he didn't get the starting job out of camp, but he looked good, Joe, and he looked good in some preseason games. People are getting excited about what he could do on the field.
1: A rookie quarterback, that I know you always say this is boring, but I'm just going to say... Who I now own in our Keeper League.
0: Oh, wow. I know. Oh, Joe. I know. Joe. So, that's our that's their best categories. Now, I mean, each each one is really bringing something to the table there. I mean, you root, let's just call number one a draw because you have the same score. But when we're looking at the different categories, number six, unbelievable place you will love to visit, Las Vegas. Come see a game for your favorite team. Stay in Vegas for the weekend. And number four, you root for the Houston Texans. right. You're, happy, you're happy about the team. Right. You're happy right. about the team. Right. So what, where are they worst? Well, the Raiders, Joe, you gave them matching threes for category four and five. Is the team evil? So the opposite <laughs> yeah. of the Houston, Texas. This is a team that's had players that got in trouble with the law and can't root for a team that Rob roots for. Apparently, Rob must like the Raiders a little bit.
1: Wow. So, uh... What were the worst categories for the Texans?
0: So, where did the Texans fall short? So, Joe, the worst part about the Texans, according to you, at only one and a half, is the very important category. What do you think about the division? This is just a division.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's right.
0: The AFC South that you're not that excited about. I mean, it has, it's the newest division, you know, with a bunch of teams that are sort of a hodgepodge. Yep. And though it is pretty competitive, it's certainly not the type of division I think that jumps out off the page at you.
1: Titans, Texans, Colts, and Jaguars. That is correct. Yeah, I mean, it's tough because it's one expansion team, one team that recently moved. Though, I mean, one thing that we learned after we recorded this episode from posting on the Texas Texans Reddit page. Is man do they hate that Titans owner. So like there is a little who died. So we also learned that. But yes, yes. Uh, but the, the maybe maybe this category is a little bit higher now that I know about how strong that rivalry is between the Texans and the Titans.
0: But but still this yes. we're we're talking about 50 60 year rivalries and I think it it's not just about the rivalries not being there but I think other than the Colts dominating this division for all of the Peyton Manning years, this division has never given the NFL an amazing rivalry. Right. I mean, period, in the, in the history of right. the division. Right. And right. if you're picking a team, you can buy into a historic rivalry that you can sort of get to take your side on. Or in here, they may be coming around, but they're not there. They're not fully developed.
1: Right, right. So look, in... The comparison of the best things about them. I think it's very, very close. I really like the fact that if I were to go to Las Vegas, which I surely will many times in my life, I will be able to watch my team if I'm a Raiders fan. I just
0: like to know, I feel like I'm in Las Vegas right now in this room.
1: Yeah. If there was no air conditioning. (laughs) There should be fucking air conditioning. Uh, If. If I were a fan of a team, though, I also want – I don't want to have that feeling of like, man, like I'm rooting for these players, but it is fucking gross. Like they are just doing all these like terrible things and I just have to sort of turn off the part of my brain that feels bad when I root for these people. Yeah. Frankly, I think that in this category, just because the Texans are such a good example, there's a lot of cities I'd want to visit. But the Texans are, I think, the best example of how not to be an evil team. I think they get an edge, but it's such a slight edge. Okay, It's minuscule. Tiny edge. Tiny edge. Tiny edge. Almost a draw with a slight edge to the Texans.
0: All right. So the Texans have a slight edge. Now, Joe, going into the email feedback, we do have an email about this matchup, Joe. Okay, let's hear it. Lay it on me. Now, Joe, you'd think when you got an email about the matchup, it would be talking great things about the Raiders and talking shit about the Texans. But, in fact, that is not what this email was. This emailer just said, I'm going to puff up the Raiders as much as possible. Okay,
1: wow, fair enough.
0: And, in fact, insult another team not in the matchup. Interesting strategy. From Superfan Damon, from Raider Nation, Raiders. Yes, not only does Raider Nation have our Wikipedia page, their anthem, the Autumn Wind, that we played in the podcast, has its own Wikipedia page. Wow. And personally agree, it doesn't matter to me where they play their OEs, the Raiders, they could have their home games at the North Pole, for all I care. I will still love my team. My blood runs silver through my black heart. See, that is...
1: Yeah, beautiful. I love it. My
0: blood runs silver through my black heart. That perfectly... Encapsulates his team. And that's that he's owning every aspect of he's owning the worst part about the team. Yeah. They run a foul with the wall. Doesn't care. Heart runs black. Doesn't matter where they are. Amazing. And he finishes his email. Just don't be a Cowboys fan. <laughs> Super fan Damon. I mean, he makes a valid point. The Raider Nation has their own. And now we, we we talked briefly about the celebrities last time, and I know we wouldn't even get into that in more detail until they got to the Elite Eight. Right. But he makes up the point. They have their, the autumn wind. The wonderful theme song has its own Wikipedia page. So that is what superfan Damon contributes to your thinking as we go forward here.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting. So the, the, the best thing about the Texans is slightly better than the, than the best thing about the Raiders. I think the worst thing about the Texans, though, is worse in that I really don't like that division. Yeah. And it'd be fun to stick around in the AFC West to root against the Chargers.
0: And you'd be with your cousin. That's
1: right. And, and now, now that
0: the Chiefs are dead. Joe, I need
1: some family member to root well,
0: with. I can say this. I was talking to your dad yesterday. He's not a Chiefs fan, Joe. No,
1: no. <laughs> he's out on the whole NFL experience <laughs>
0: he's, now. He's, the, the loss of the Chargers, the team he picked was no team. He's Boycotting the NFL. He's done. He's yeah. done. Take that. Dean Spanos. Take that. Uh, Roger Goodell. That's what you get for approving that move.
1: You lost a uh, long-term football fan. That's right. Lost a fan. But anyways,
0: with in the division you get somebody to root with. Now Joe, as we we are basking in super fan Damon's support. W- first of all, I I would like to note, we have a lot of Texan superfans. I'm sure they're occupied doing better things They're responding to this. So we're That's giving right. them, we're giving them a
1: pass. Right. They don't we're not going to hold it against them that they're not ready and right. Do
0: now. Co- stay safe. Rebuild. You're you're worried about the right things. Help your neighbors out. And uh, Joe is gonna. I think you'll you'll in your mind you'll imagine what the great super fans from absolutely Houston would have written. Absolutely.
1: So let's talk about the Reddit response, Dan. Now I'm just gonna show you two responses side by side. Okay. You don't even well you can look at what team they came from. This is the top rated comment on both sites. So read the top comment on the Texans site.
0: So talking about our podcast, the person says, the person named Screw
1: It says... Who you think would be, uh, you know, not have an opinion about such things. That,
0: our our podcast, Joe Picks an NFL Team, that sounds like quite the series. Have you found
1: any teams particularly interesting? Great. Now...
0: Well, I wouldn't say great. I would say it's more inquisitive.
1: Let's read. But just in that vein, let's read the top comment here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The top comment... (laughs) On the Raiders forum is, quote, this is stupid. <laughs>
1: Which uh, really... The Blackheart. I think just just encapsulates everything. Uh, so, uh, yeah, the Raiders, I'll read one more. No one gives a shit who your favorite football team is, let alone a podcast dedicated to you picking it. Go be a Charger fan and stop being a... Not a nice word. Because uh, they move two hours away. All right. Wow. Uh, this is, I, I mean. But would you expect any less? You would not expect any less. No. Yeah. This is a clear, clear case where the Texans really did embrace me. And we had Texan super fans writing in. We had people listening. We had people encouraging me to root for the Texans. So this is pretty stark that we have, you know, some some great Raider super fans in our fan base, some great Texan super fans in our fan base, and a pretty. Uh, significant difference in the Reddit response so Dan I mean let's just to recap this I mean so the best thing is better about the Texans the worst thing is worse about the Texans the Reddit response is better
0: with the Texans I feel like you're ready you're, you're getting for those not here in this 140 degree room Joe you're, you're making the pose that George Bush made when he was deciding things you're, you're ready to decide. You're ready to make a decision, Joe.
1: This is a very hard one. This is the hardest one we've had so far today. This is Yeah. This is tough, Joe. This is the hardest one we've had so far today. And we have to move the Raiders on. Whoa, Joe. Wow. Your black heart
0: shines through. I was ready to pencil in the Texans.
1: They came close.
0: Wow. Wow. You just, I in your mind, the idea of going to Vegas and catching a game just must be the
1: combination of the city, the division being a lot better. I mean, that is a really bad thing about the Texans. I wish they played in a better division. I wish that that division were more were not necessarily more competitive because you're right; there's competitive balance, but were more um, had more history. I mean, who's
0: getting excited about? Texans, Jaguars. I mean, honestly. Texans fans,
1: Jaguars fans, right. But yeah, it's
0: not enough. But you say Raiders anybody.
1: Exactly. Everybody in the nation has some
0: interest in that.
1: And I think probably it would have been more decisive, the Reddit response, had it not been for Damon, because it shows me that not all Raider fans are like, fuck off, Joe, get out of here.
0: Yeah. And boy, I really enjoyed that, that battle anthem. Absolutely. That
1: was great. Absolutely. All right. I... Feel real shitty about this one, though. But things are going to get nasty. Look, we have to embrace it. I mean, this deserves a, a
0: cannon blast. If ever, I mean, this deserves much more than that. This does deserve the full three minutes of some sort of military song.
1: You should pause the podcast for three minutes. We're going to keep talking, but yeah. pause it for three minutes for a moment of silence. I'm.
0: I mean, just Houston, the city, what they're going through, the team, exciting. You've owned the fantasy player, but. It's the Raiders. I mean, all right. All right. Texans are done. Boy, we've eliminated four teams so far, Joe. This, we spent hours on all of these teams.
1: I know. And they're just dropping like flies
0: here. They're gone. Boy, I thought the Texans could make a run, but they're out. Let's see who's next. Hey, Siri, pick a random number between 1 and 8. Random
1: number between
0: 1 and 8 is 5. Joe, our 5-12 matchup, just as it is in the NCAA tournament, is everybody has penciled this in as the most thrilling possible matchup we have. This is the five-seeded Packers versus the 12th-seeded Saints.
1: Not only that, Dan... It is the sponsored PollingTheSidelines.com matchup of the week. Oh, my God.
0: Joe, we don't have time for that.
1: Just want to mention the sponsor.
0: Okay. Wow. Joe, this matchup has solicited response after response from our super fans.
1: Is it amazing to think that in five minutes, either the Saints or the Packers won't be left standing?
0: It's, it's hard to imagine, Joe. <sighs> my goodness. We just, we just have to start at the beginning. So, we have to pick the best for the Packers. Now, Joe, the Packers have matching nines in four separate categories. The Packers have a nine. In number two, what do you think about the division? They have a nine. In number seven, does the team have player or players you could put on your fantasy roster? In number eight, is the owner a monster? They're owned by the people, Joe. And finally... They have a number nine in category number 10. Do they play a style of play you would find interesting? How can you not turn on a Packers game and not be thrilled?
1: So, but- Dan, in the interest of comparison, because there's four categories here, I, I think I would like to, and I will note in my mind that there are four that were nines, but I also want to just say I'm just going to pick one that I consider the best of those. Okay. And I can tell you right now, the best thing about the Packers is honestly the fact that they're owned by, by the people. Okay, man. Unquestionably. That is not what I would say,
0: Joe. Oh, okay. I would say the Packers, you turn on a Packers game, whether they're, well, if they're up by a lot, it's not as exciting. But if they're down by a lot, if it's a close game, boy, who's more exciting to watch in the NFL than Aaron Rodgers?
1: Well, Dan, when we do season two, Dan switches away from his <laughs> racist publicly shaming turd of a team you, you can impose your
0: i will love the packers <laughs> but now let's look at what the saints have going for it so thing joe, about the
1: saints okay
0: the best thing about the saints is a tie in two categories they have an eight for what do you think about the division uh-huh this is a division that we know has rivalries joe oh yeah we've, oh yeah we've seen the rivalries end. they also have an eight for category number six Is it a city you'd enjoy visiting? New Orleans. I've been there for a week-long bachelor party, Joe. It's fun. It's got casinos. It's got...
1: Boy, it is the Vegas of the East. So I think comparing the best thing about the Packers to the best thing about the Saints is tough. The best thing, if you take all of them together, in my mind, is still the ownership structure. The best thing about the Saints, I think I agree with my previous self, is... The city itself of New Orleans would love to visit. Would love to go there for a game. And it's like such a, an inspirational story. away that the, the, the amount that the team means to the city, the way that those yeah. two are intrinsically linked. That being said, Green Bay is not a place I'm likely to visit unless I'm going to a Packer game. Unless yeah. I'm a Packer fan.
0: But you actually gave it a relatively high score because if you're going yeah. to a Packer game, you're you're taking it's such in, an experience. Yes, yeah, you're yeah. taking in the entire experience. It yeah. is football in its like most wholesome <laughs> yes. state. Yes. yes.
1: In this category, I'm going to have to give an edge to the Packers, and I honestly don't think it's close. Okay. With that many nines, it's not close. Big The The best things about the Packers are distinctly better than the best things about the Saints.
0: Now, Joe, I feel like we've got a little heel turn coming because, well, the Packers' worst score is, unsurprisingly, in category number five. Can't root for a team Rob Roots for... They get a big, fat, circular zero. Yeah. The lowest of the low. Yeah. Can't go lower.
1: Can't, cannot go lower.
0: <laughs> and let's compare that to the Saints. Their worst score, the Saints, a team that you'd think, like a, a city of New Orleans is a city of extremes, but no. Their worst score is only a three and a half in is the owner a monster. So, this is a team where the worst thing you can find about them is... The owner. The and owner. that owner
1: still beats a lot of other owners. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Now, just to refresh our memories a little bit, just to give something in your mind, their owner is Tom Benson. And I think the things you liked about him were Tom Benson was really a pretty good owner. He bought the team when they were threatening to move. He sort of loves him, big fan of the team. Right. That your, your negative thing was maybe he was considering moving the team and was using Hurricane Katrina as an excuse as to like do it. leverage, yeah. But he didn't. But right, he didn't. Right, right. But he didn't. Right. And so you gave it a three and a half for an owner who, you know, yeah. and, and certainly after they came back and won the Super Bowl, he's a fine owner, you know.
1: I, you know, I don't think we have to belabor this. I mean, the reality is ugh, the worst thing about the Packers is really, really bad. It is a category unto itself that I don't want to root for a team that Rob roots for. The one thing that gives it a silver lining is that throughout this series, we've noticed that Rob isn't exactly embraced by the Packer fan community. Yeah. Fact, I feel like I could come in and I could start talking shit just like they are about how Rob's not a real Packer fan. Conversely, Rob doesn't really want me to be a Packer fan. So best way to stick it to Rob might actually be becoming a Packer fan. But all that being said, the worst thing about the Packers is a category unto itself. It's a zero. The Saints owner... Frankly, probably had we done that episode a month later, I probably would have scored him even higher.
0: yeah
1: as the as the scorings kind of change. it's not that bad. The Saints, just like the Packers were a distinctive winner in the best category are a distinctive winner in the worst thing. All right. now Joe, this is, let's go to the, this matchup is proving to be the barn burner we all thought it would be. Now Joe,
0: I have email feedback from the Packers. I have email feedback from the Saints. What do you want to hear first? I think we need to ask Siri. Heads, Saints, Tails, Packers. Hey, Siri, flip a coin.
1: It's Tails this time.
0: Wow. Let's go for the Packers. All right. From Superfan Jack. Now, Superfan Jack is going to start out talking about the Packers, and then he will briefly get into the matchup. But he just wants to give you the Packers experience. Hey, Joe and Dan. Well, this email is not as explicitly about the Packers, I would like to request a theme song as I am writing to the show and do, in fact, enjoy a good pandarin
1: He wants to take a trip to Packer Corner, Dan. I I mean, I guess we're back. Here we are.
0: It's Packer Corner. Green Bay loves some
1: some Joe. It's nice down here, Dan. It's this Packer might be our last time in Packer Corner.
0: Pandering Packer Corner could use American right dish. It's... <laughs>
1: No one wants to be in any corners. <laughs> Need some Packer air conditioning. <laughs> we do.
0: I am a Packers fan and have been listening since the Green Bay Packers episode, as many of our fans did. I have listened to almost all of your episodes and want to say how much I've enjoyed them. I'm from Scotland, so when I decided to pick a new NFL team, I went through a similar process. I wanted to avoid bandwagoning too hard, but the war of Aaron Rodgers 1 2 was difficult to ignore. Also, the first Super Bowl I ever watched was the Packers versus Steelers, and at the time, I had arbitrarily decided to support Green Bay. I think I had heard something about Big Ben being a rapist at the time. <laughs> Although, if memory serves, that was not proven. Well, yeah, okay. we'll get to that. My priority category was a great QB, but had ruled out the Patriots because I saw that was a far more egregious attempt at glory hunting. I would love to share a fandom with you and would encourage you to put aside your animosity for Rob, share some cheese and win a victory for Peace and American Hand Egg. Rumors that I'm a show paid by Rob are lies and propaganda. All the best, Superfan Jack. Now, that was sent before he saw the matchup. After he saw the matchup, he sent in a follow-up email. For the Packers versus Saints, I ask you this, Joe. Do you want to watch an excellent quarterback?
1: hmm
0: Or... The best quarterback to ever throw the ball. Go pack, go! Super fan, Jack.
1: Wow, wow, that is a, That's an important distinction,
0: and, and I love it. It is true. Drew Brees. I mean, it's former true. Charger. It's true. Great, all-time great NFL quarterback. Absolutely. Drew Brees will. Aaron Rodgers will go down as a, a greater quarterback than Drew Brees. Though Drew Brees
1: it, has it's, records.
0: Yeah. It's, it's. I mean, this is like you can't lose either way.
1: It's true. It's true. Okay let's hear the saints let's hear the saints perspective
0: all right i'm gonna i'm gonna start with superfan errol superfan errol very much a concise man we've got a bunch of quick hitting bullet points here but a bunch black and gold color rush is dope drew motherfucking breeze five thousand yard seasons five times Steve Gleason's punt block and touchdown during the first game back in the Dome after the storm was the most amazing feeling ever. Gleason has ALS now and is just an amazing guy. He created the Gleason Foundation, supporting families suffering from ALS. Atlanta fans love to make jokes about this. Oof. Mm, Well, that's
1: that's a bad look.
0: It's worth noting Errol also sent an entire email shitting on Atlanta, which will be brought up during that matchup, which is much longer than this one. Just showing how much what this division has going for it. Super Bowl 44, the gutsiest play in Super Bowl history was an onside kick by the rookie Morstead after halftime. I mean, who does that? Sean motherfucking Payton does that shit. Saints put the nail in the coffin with a pick six on the oldest Manning boy, son Archie Manning, a former Saint himself. This is a franchise I thought I would go my whole life, not reaching that high. It was like a dream when they brought home that Lombardi. The amount of butter needed to slather this team's bread would be more than you could hold in two fists. Please do yourself a favor and join me in Who Dat Nation Super Fan Saints Man Errol XOXO.
1: Wow. That was a passionate, passionate argument for his Saints.
0: That's how much butter you put in that hot buttered rum. Absolutely. Last week. Which, by the way, Joe, not great. If you had started this podcast with rum, and butter, it would now be yes. hot butter yes, rum. Yes, <laughs> you don't
1: even have to do we have to, it. It wouldn't even be melted butter. It, it might have boiled off by this point. <laughs>
0: now, Joe, our music laureate, our Saints fan, super fan Jeff, who actually owns a t-shirt like the one I am wearing right now that says music laureate. He says, guys, it's hard to believe this experiment you created is coming to an end soon, but what an experiment it has been. It sort of felt like two lab partners in chemistry class just started mixing weird chemicals together and ended up causing an explosion. You know, like some weird shit got in everybody's clothes and the whole class breathed in a bunch of harmful fumes, but overall it was pretty <laughs> cool. So people are mostly not that upset that it happened. Anyways, I'm excited to find out who your new team is, Joe, and hopefully afterwards we can all get cleaned up and get to our next class. In the meantime, though, I hope it's okay with you guys if I... Well, if I use NFC South Corner, what? Joe? What's this? Joe? Joe?
1: Joe? Come on in. It's warm and cozy. The southern corner of the NFC. Come on in. Our feuds are friendly. We clash without the animosity. NFC South Corner. The NFC South. wow the saints (laughs) love the subliminal message at the end beautiful beautiful
0: now joe in packer corner we take feedback from packer fans and we pander to them right but in nfc south corner this is actually superfan jeff talking to fellow superfans Who are also in the NFC South. So we're really, we're getting to sort of listen in on this. Yes. We're in NFC South Corner. We're hanging out here. It's relevant to this matchup. It's comfortable. (laughs) I wish it also had air conditioning.
1: Yeah. Why Packer Corner
0: and NFC South? There
1: are mint juleps, though, probably here.
0: I I, I would kill for any sort of ice drink.
1: Anything julep. Mint julep. Cucumber (laughs) julep. Anything julep. give me a julep.
0: (laughs) You know, Joe, they say, like, the GDP of the South is, like, demonstrably lower due to the, like, summer heat. And now I understand. Yeah. This is brutal. But they normally don't say that about the Pacific Northwest. So this is really conditions we brought upon itself. But we're in NFC South Corner. And here we go. This is not to you and me. But this is emblematic of what Saints fandom is like and what it would be like in this division. Superfan Jeff says, "Jay." You've said a lot of things on this podcast. You've spun a wonderful web of words at time, and other times you've just shared your opinions about horse sex. Most of the (laughs) things that you've said, I've long since forgotten. So it's not really possible to give a pointed rebuttal, but none of that matters anymore because the only words I want to hear from you after this are the words I accept. That's right, Jay. I'd like to challenge you to a bet. The terms are simple. We each combine our fantasy team's regular season record, with our favorite team's regular season records, best combined winning percentage wins. Loser has to send a beer to the winner in the mail. Wow. As we've seen last week, Packers fans tearing no each hatred. other apart. No hatred, no anger. In <laughs> NFC South Corner, we've seen bitter rivals at times. You know, talk some smack here and there. But Superfan Jeff, Saints fan and superfan Carlos, who did not send an email, say, let's put that beside us. Let's have a nice bet. Send the winner a beer. Who doesn't want a beer? And, of course, give us the wonderful new segment of
1: Come on in. It's warm and cozy. The southern corner of the NFC
0: come on in Is the southern corner of like the friendly. colder side of the hotter without the enemy. side <laughs> Does yeah. doesn't City. the sun come from the north yeah, NFC no, it South corners. Corners. no no it goes from it east to west NFC South it's on the north south. oh it's on the south or whatever <laughs> the Saints so Joe that is what I have I have superfan Errol telling you the statistics on statistics of this team the Memories of yes. this unbelievable Super Bowl win. We've got Superfan Jack, a person who, in your same situation, said, I want the team with the quarterback that's the most exciting quarterback in the game. Right. And he picked him, and he doesn't want to be a glory hog, whatever. Glory he, hunter, yeah. He yeah. wants somebody who can throw the hand egg. And we've got super fan Jeff, who shows that even in this division, which you've rated so highly for its competitiveness and its rivals— there's still a place for decency, which, frankly, we've seen the Packers fans don't share. Even southern, though,
1: southern hospitality versus northern hostility.
0: Yeah. Right? Even among... They're all owners of the team, Joe. I mean, couldn't, can't the owners get on the same page? They should be able to. Now, Joe, we've heard the emails. I don't know if you want to give slight edges. I don't know if you just want to move into Reddit and see what we've got. What do you want to do, Joe? How would... This... Everybody circled this on their brackets, Joe.
1: I mean, fr- frankly, this is a matchup that could have been the finals. It could have been it, absolutely where it's in the Sweet 16, which is incredible. It's insane. The pulling sidelines matchup of the week, <laughs> by far.
0: Um, the Blue Apron matchup.
1: You know, I want to talk about the Reddit post because it it is so it's so interesting and just this is our di- difference that the Saints for all. Of the super fandom that we've had around the Saints, and even people who I know that we picked up from the Reddit page on the Saints, it was a fairly chilly response on the Saints page. Oh, no. A lot of people just sort of questioning the premise. The first comment is, I feel like that's not how being a fan works. Mm.
0: And it's so, that's in such contrast to Jeff and Carlos's earlier story of Jeff adopting this team and the, the coming together of, of people during this unbelievable, improbable Super Bowl run. You know, you would think the Saints fans are would be so welcoming.
1: Right, right. And it's not that they weren't welcoming. It, it, was, it was that they sort of rejected the notion of what we were doing here. Yeah. You know, and 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 maybe there's some voli- maybe these were Saints fans who felt like they would have followed the Saints had they moved to Austin or whatever, but um for whatever reason that was at least the reddit response. Yeah. And I wouldn't even bring that up or hold it against them except for the fact that the Packers had the best reddit response of almost any team. Wow. Not just that it was highly rated, which it was. And not just that there were a ton of comments, which there were, but the fact that these were comments from people who actually listened to the podcast and then engaged with the podcast, that they wanted to convince me to be a fan of the team. And it's such an interesting thing with the Packers because on, on almost every other Reddit forum, the best teams tend to be the ones that push you away the most. Yeah, And the Packers were probably the best team that also was like, no, you need to come be a Packer fan and here's why. They're owned by the people, Joe. Yeah. And all that is all leading up to today when I posted on the Packer forum and I got my favorite comment that I've gotten from any comment in Reddit, period. So Dan, why don't you read that out loud?
0: Please don't bring back the Packer fan you had on last time. I feel he did not do a good job selling the team. Also, we are sorry for the loss of your team. He just just cut right to the core of it. He figured it all out. Just right Rob there. did not do a good job selling the team, and and the, the empathy, Joe. I appreciate that there wasn't any questioning of your fandom. No, nope. they
1: understand. Yeah. As yeah. a team owned by the people they know. They understand probably more than anyone what it means to lose your team. I'll just add that that same commenter follows up with, I was listening to him and I just wanted him to stop talking. He got stuff wrong and kept digging a hole for himself when he was making an argument that did not land with you.
0: I'd like to know they wouldn't know about losing the team because they're owned by the people. But No, that's- no but, no, no,
1: but it, that's, that, that's what I mean. They know. They know, I guess what I meant by that is they know the intrinsic connection between a team and the city that they play in. Yeah. And how even for me, who doesn't even live in San Diego anymore, it matters that they left San Diego. Yeah, yeah. All right. I feel like this is like choosing between my children.
0: Boy, the, the music laureate, super fan Errol coming in. And on, and, and on the same side also is Rob, a, a guest on this very podcast. A person we are going to see tomorrow morning and is going to say, did the Packers move on? And on the opposite side, super fan Jack... Aaron Rodgers, this unbelievably welcoming fan base. Which, by the way, I may add, were very welcoming to pulling the sidelines. Though I did, had not posted it on the Saints yet, so they could be equally welcoming. They I could don't be know. more welcoming. They could be more. Although the Packers were very, there's a lot of Midwestern hospitality in the Packers fan base. It's clear, except for
1: Amongst all of the fan base,
0: all of the people who are Packer fans on this podcast who hate each other. To
1: be fair though, they don't really hate each other. They just don't like Rob. (laughs) That's true. Which is something that I share with them.
0: That's true. All right, Joe, we could, we could talk about this matchup. Do I
1: actually have to make a decision here? Joe. There's no way to move them both on. The problem is you're not, I can't move them both on.
0: You're not in your deciding position yet. You are, you're, you're still undecided. I mean, I don't know what to do.
1: Because I want the Saints and Packers to both still be potential teams.
0: Look, Joe, it's your system.
1: If, no, no, it's a head-to-head matchup. If
0: you want to move them both on, but you can't do that. It's single elimination.
1: There's no way Look, to do it. No, we, there's no way. To there do are it.
0: some super fans out there who have filled out brackets, Joe, and no, are uh, gambling. I know, I
1: know. There's no way to do it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, here's the bottom line: they're both incredible fan bases. They're both fan bases that have become an integral part of what. The Joe picks an NFL team experience has been, yeah. On Reddit, the Packers were a great fan base. In our in our super fans, our Saints fans have given more to this podcast than anybody. Music laureate. So I guess when it comes down to that, it's not picking between the fans. It has to be about the fundamentals of the team, and I still just have to come back to the fact that not only was the best thing about the Packers better. And far away better than the Saints, there were four categories that were nines. That there were so many things about the Packers that I like so much, and well, they got a zero in the Rob category. That Rob category is getting mitigated by other circumstances, and where Rob fits into the fandom of the Packers, and and, and how complicated that is. That I think the Packers have won this matchup. Wow!
0: Wow! I mean, when I said before, play the like three minute, play the like twenty minute version.
1: <sighs> it's so sad.
0: I, I mean, the the thing you can say about the Saints, and I and I hope our Saints fans at home are saying, this was a worthy opponent. This was not. Oh
1: my god, this could it could have literally could have been the final.
0: And Joe, wow, that sets up our first known Elite Eight matchup. The Bengals versus the Packers. Oh, man. Whoa, boy. What a matchup. That's a heavyweight one. And, Joe, let's move on to the next one. Hey, Siri, pick a random number between 1 and 8. Random
1: number between 1 and 8 is
0: 8. 8. Nothing comes easy in this life, Joe. We're not getting the 1 and 16, although the 2 and 15 is going to be really tough for those at home with their brackets. But, Joe, the 8-9 always on an NCAA bracket, always a coin flip the eighth-seeded Seattle Seahawks versus the ninth-seeded Baltimore Ravens.
1: Oh, man, this is... Yeah, I mean... These are all
0: tough. What are you going to do? God. For those of you at home, look to the upper left-hand corner of your bracket, and you will see the Seahawks versus Ravens. Joe, let's get right into it. These teams are right next to each other. On the sheet, of course, as the 8-9 matchup must be. What is the best about the Seahawks? Well, Joe, the best about the Seahawks is a little home cooking. It's number six. Is it a city you'd enjoy visiting to go to a game?
1: Right. And I live right here. They're your local team. Here I
0: am. We drove by the stadium from the airport to here.
1: Yeah. If I have binoculars from my house, well, I can't see the stadium, but I can see buildings that are next to the stadium. There's The heat waves,
0: Joe, make it impossible to actually see out the window. Everything's a blur. <laughs> but if we could, I'm sure the stadium's there. You gave that a 10 out of 10. But since that's kind of like a lame category, let's look at their second best category. Number three, does a head coach meet a minimum threshold of competence? You gave Pete Carroll 9.5 out of 10. So, boom. Their highs are high, Joe. Unbelievable city. I would say... You've got a bit of a heat problem in this city, or maybe that's just localized entirely (laughs) in your house.
1: No, it's always true. Great head coach.
0: Let's look at the Ravens, Joe. The Ravens' high point is number nine. Rate the uniform and the logo, Joe. The Ravens with their black and purple and the Raven itself after Edgar Allan Poe. It's your highest rated logo of any team. That's true. Of any team. I think
1: that's right. So the
0: 10 out of 10 for the city is your highest city ranking. So you are comparing best ofs now, head coach, the Seahawks, as would be expected. Pete Carroll, nine and a half, is not the best. Right. it's The second best. But he's pretty Mm -hmm. darn close. But you've got best city versus your favorite team colors and logo. (sighs) Yeah. So this is really best of breed, which you don't always get in an 8-9
1: matchup. No, and I think for those listening at home, you might say, well, is so much more important than Logo, but, but, you know, I want to look good in, in the jersey I wear. You want to look good? Yeah. You've said multiple times
0: how much you like, even last week's episode, how much you like the black and purple.
1: I know. I, I love the black and purple. Yeah. Uh, no, you know, th- th- this is this is a very interesting best of because both these two categories are so good. And probably the Ravens, against any other team's best of, would have won this. And the Seahawks, against any other team's best of, would have won this because those are two very important categories. I mean, they're, they're best of breed. Totally. I do have to give the slight edge, not dominant, slight edge to the Seahawks for the city. Just because wow. it's so convenient. But if I lived here, I could actually be a fan of the team. All the games are on TV. They're all on TV. The local bar that plays the Seahawks games is yeah. every bar that plays. Yeah. Right. Every bar. And you couldn't even be accused of
0: being a bandwagon fan. No, I live here. Yeah, yeah you, you live here. here. Right. You just wear the jersey and just say you've been rooting for right. the team for your whole life. Right. right. Who's going to question it?
1: When I talk to local people about the podcast, the first thing that is a stupid yeah. body. Why? Just be a Seahawks fan.
0: Be a Seahawks It'll fan. It would be the
1: most logical choice I can make.
0: And I love the Seahawks personally, Joe. I mean, due to my love of Pete Carroll.
1: Right. Great so, team. So, look, slight edge, but man, that purple and black is great. And the literary jersey. reference. It's great. It's great. Okay. What's the the, the worst? Ravens, for
0: those, the Ravens podcasting that took me an hour to write is by far my favorite of the descriptions for any of them.
1: For those of you who haven't read it, you can ignore it now. I yeah, just,
0: just don't care. <laughs> Although, if you've listened to this point in this rambling podcast, we're not even halfway done, Joe. <laughs> God damn it. We've already been. God damn it. Okay. What is worst about these teams? The Seahawks have matching twos, Joe. Four. Can't root for a team that Rob roots for. Of course, he loves the Seahawks. His wife, big Seahawks fan. Their child is named after a Seahawk player or something. Yep. And does the team get in trouble with the law? The Seahawks get in trouble with the law. And our player highlight, Leroy Hill, who had a bunch of incidents while playing for the Seahawks. Really made an impact on you. And you gave them a 2 out of 10 for that. So matching twos for okay. okay. does the team get in trouble with the law and the team that Rob roots for. Now we've seen just one matchup ago, you were willing to forego that Rob category a little bit. But of course, that matchup had so much going on with it. But this is another matchup where Rob is really in focus. Totally. And the Ravens, well, Joe, the Ravens' worst score is one of the same that was the worst for the Seahawks, but we take that two and we make it a zero. Does the team get in trouble with the law? We went over the history. We broke it down, Joe. We talked about the Ray Rice incident from top to bottom, and I dare say you were not impressed with the response the Ravens had to it. You weren't impressed with the response that the coach had, the GM had, and I think you were a little upset with the NFL, and you you took it out on the Ravens a little bit when you gave them a big, fat zero. So, look, we've got low lows on, on each team here.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, the thing about the Rob ranking for the Seahawks is I could make a pretty strong argument that it's actually worse to root for the Seahawks when it comes to rooting with Rob, because not only... When the Seahawks do well, you can't really, like, shove it in Rob's face. Because you're like, well, I'm a Seahawks fan, too. Yeah. But when they do poorly, he has the attitude, like, well, I'm not. I'm more of a Packer fan than a Seahawks Yeah, fan. yeah, yeah. It's actually like, the most annoying way to have to be with Rob because there's no conflict there. Yeah. Um, that being said, look, the Ray Rice incident was terrible. And, like, this could have been lower than a zero. And, like, the... I'm I'm almost glad at how badly the Ravens handled this because it has made the problems of domestic violence and other incidents in the NFL more of a um, broad social issue. But that's is, once again sparked by how terribly they handled this.
0: It, it is funny though when, when you think about the broader NFL though. As a result of this, they said you get a six game ban for domestic violence incidents. And look what just what's happening this season. Ezekiel Elliott gets a six-game ban, and everybody's like, oh my God, Ezekiel Elliott six-game right, ban? Right, How dare right, you? Right, right, like, right. like this, this isn't just an indictment on the NFL. This is an indictment on all of us. NFL like, fans, we actually, should yeah, say, yeah, yeah give him six games. Like, yeah. if you don't want to get a six-game ban, like, you do steroids, you get a four-game ban. Like, if you don't, and look, take whatever you consider about steroids. Steroids is affecting the play on field. Domestic violence is horrible, and it's so far out of the game. It should be worse. Right. And it is worse, and still people scoff at it. Right. Oh, right. how right. could you? You're messing with my fantasy football league. Right. Come right. on.
1: Right. So...
0: And they brought... They made this issue a thing. Although not... They, of course,
1: didn't want to. So... Right, right, right. They, they, they threw their bad behavior. Yeah, behavior yeah. Thing. This is... As bad as the Rob category is for the Seahawks, this is actually unquestionably worse for the Ravens.
0: Okay. Our Raider super fans and our Seahawks super fans have not put anything in for this particular matchup. I think both of them were so nervous that it was so close, they didn't possibly want to say something that could be misconstrued. So, Joe, this one, I, I believe we're going to have to pass it to Reddit.
1: So, I will say. The Seahawks Reddit fans didn't really embrace me. They didn't really reject me either. They ignored me, which yeah, is yeah. my least favorite thing.
0: Joe, you're sort of a big deal in Seattle politics. Do they not know that? <laughs> the,
1: the problem is I didn't post anything about being from Seattle. Yeah. Because I felt like if I did, it, the the conversation would get bogged down with like, wh- why why are you even talking about it?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh,
1: so it, it didn't really stick out. And I think... It's like where the Packer fans are like, we're really good, come join us. The Seahawks fans, and and then other teams are like, we're really good, go fuck yourself. The, the Seahawks fans were just like, we're really good. And they were on their way. Um, the Ravens fans were pretty darn welcoming. Just read the top comment. Bro, just be a Ravens fan. I was in the same situation. It's no contest. The front office and ownership is the exact opposite of the Chargers, and it shows. There is an air of pedigree and championship around here and I've ne- that I've never felt with a Spanos-led team. John Harbaugh takes shits with more backbone than Norv Turner and Mike McCoy. The entire front office combined. Players love it here, and you probably should too. But just drop the Sweet 16 and come and be a fan right now.
0: It, It is interesting because in a vacuum, that makes a lot of sense. But the Seahawks have a great front office. And like... It, it's and not, the players love it there, too, yeah, right? it's, it's Everything not, he said could be said about the It's not like a knock, but, you know, in your rankings, these teams are so close because, look, you gave the the owner of the Seahawks, Paul Allen, who is awesome, a 9, and he's an awesome owner. But, look, you gave the owner of the Ravens a 6. It's not like it's bad. And they're just—these are, are teams that—I I mean, just— Look, the the head coach of the Ravens, you give us seven. He's good. John Harbaugh
1: won
0: the Super Bowl. these these, are just
1: tough teams. These are
0: teams... I mean, this is what's going to happen in this bracket. These are good teams that match up well along the entire basis.
1: So look, in the interest of not having a 14-hour episode, Dan, let me just say, the highs with the Seahawks are higher, but slightly. The lows with the Ravens are lower, not slightly. And the fans, the Ravens fans, were more embracing. But I know, Reddit notwithstanding, there is a community of Seahawks fans that would be super excited if I became a Seahawk fan too. I'm going to move the Seahawks on. Wow. Wow.
0: Joe, I thought you'd be so mm. much more anti-the like the crowd. Anti-Rob. Anti-Seattle. But you're the exact opposite. I would never have predicted... If I had made a bracket... I would be you got Seahawks out. I'm just losing. You're actually just going by the numbers, Joe. And wow.
1: Well, I mean, the seating is based on my rankings.
0: The seating is based on your rankings, but wow. I take it back though. You did eliminate the Broncos. You kept the Jags, but boy, Ravens. Joe, you would look great. And I I, know. I don't even know what jersey you'd want though. I'm not sure you want a Flacco jersey. You, a Steve Smith jersey would be nice.
1: It's true. I don't know what jersey I'd wear. Yeah. Huh. Well, doesn't matter now. Off
0: into the long night, evermore. Ravens, goodbye. Wow. Boy, that is a lot of work we've done for those last four
1: matchups. Yeah, Dan. Dan, this is getting along we've been we've we've already been talking for a while and we're not even halfway through yet
0: i think we're a little over halfway through anyways
1: let's cut it off
0: cut it off here
1: end this part and let's finish it up later
0: we'll we'll release this is part one which everybody already knows because i saw the podcast title an hour ago and we'll release part two soon for the rest right. of the matchups.
1: Absolutely. All right. All right, Dan.